Okay, so we're back for part two of the episode. If Joe wants to enter one of our, hopefully we get sponsors when this comes out and the sponsor advert goes in. This episode brought to you by Taco Bell. When you don't know what to put in your face, <laughs> but you want sustenance, well, you could do worse. <laughs> Taco Bell. <laughs> Taco Bell, when you can't do any worse. Taco Bell, at least it's not McDonald's. We're ready ready for you at rock bottom. Can we do a category of best fake adverts? (laughs) That's amazing. I just think we should rip on Taco Bell. I'm a huge Jon Stewart fan. Of course, he had the whole thing about Arby's. (laughs) Arby's. It's an experience for your colon. <laughs> There's way too much American culture here. I have no idea what you're talking about. Well, you need to... Uh, just it's think, like the just every, all over again. Every time they say a word you understand, Joe, just say Nando's and it makes sense for you. <laughs> <laughs> actually, that's not true. If Nando's sponsor... I actually love Nando's. Nando's please sponsor me. When you, you're now when you need to I lose weight best. fast, Nando's. <laughs> <laughs> Should we, should, we, should we stop and start Audacity? <laughs> no, 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 this is gold. <laughs> Just get you soon, I'll find it. <laughs> okay. Oh, man. I'm, going I'm regretting I finished my port. Oh, I might have beers. my 20-year-old port stashed in the back of my cupboard. Is this a 20-year-old port <sighs> occasion, though? Mm. How dare you have a podcast? You're off the podcast, folks. Why doing these role plays? Port gets better the cheaper it is, though. If you can get port that's actually spelled wrong on the bottle, that's even better. <laughs> <laughs> it is kind of true. All the little sports rock. Oh my god! Except they get a write up in the, the Times every once in a while. And not oh okay, 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 um, okay, guys. Let's drive on to the next uh, category because if we don't, we're going to be fucked. By the, end of this. <laughs> um, the next category is the best uh, role play. So I'm going to throw this over to Joe first because as DM, he probably appreciates. The best role play more than anyone of the players. It's 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 a really difficult one. I mean, uh, we originally when we started doing the award show, we talked about having a sort of MVP, most valuable player, and I don't want to kind of, um, you know, pick on people for not role playing or or role playing really well. But actually, I listen to a lot of actual play podcasts, and we we do compare really well. There's a lot of people that have a really good laugh and are really fun to listen to, but there's actually not that many out there that actually role play. Hmm. Um, so I think we've got some really good examples. So there's a few I want to throw out there. Um, I definitely want to mention both the character of Spencer Randall and the character of Bartholomew Ormond for really solid, solid um, role-playing throughout, um, both in terms of character and in terms of voice. Um, and I also... There's, there's been some great like voiced NPCs out there as well. So uh, I think we, we definitely need the, the old man and the old woman from the uh, the uh, diner in Deadlight. I know they've been mentioned already. Okay, uh, to make to make this a bit easier, how about we go for, not just as player roleplay, but best roleplayed moment to kind of narrow it down. Uh, yeah, that's a really good, that's a good moment. Again, as DM, I don't think I can, I can do this objectively. I think, you know, again, it comes well, down to... Then I will nominate Aaron for replying when I... When we did the two soldiers recently, that was, and I did I did the sort of dumb, <laughs> oh, standard yeah. John Wayne as, I'm Hank, and 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 he came out with this loud sort of annoying. He doesn't talk much because he was hesitating, <laughs> and then he came out with this really high pitched annoying. Yes, sir. Can I help you, sir? And then <laughs> it was really funny out I... of the blue, I just said, "Oh, I wish you." Can I ask a question of Aaron? Is that inspired by Corky from League of Legends? 
No, I don't know where I got the voice. I just had to find generic soldier voice, and instantly I just went to, Right here, sir, reporting for duty! <laughs> See, it sounds like Corky from League of Legends. Anyone who's a League of Legends fan, it's... That's a whiskey tangle! I mean, and the props, way props just... the guys there, because like that whole warehouse scene was completely improvised. It wasn't written. Um, the fact that Owen jumped down into the into the kind of tunnels underneath the warehouse, again, completely improvised, and they had no warning in advance. It was just like, right, uh, Dave, you're going to be this soldier, Aaron, you're going to be this soldier, run with it, see how it goes. And they... That's literally as much warning as we got, and we were just like, oh, as much okay. <laughs> and, and we just riffed off each other's beauty. It was so much fun. It was a so lot of fun to record fun. that. And no one listened okay, to so... that. <laughs> No, yeah, no, not yet. Not no yet. one watching live haven't finished recording those two characters. That's on the day. No one watching live on Twitch or Paul or Bradley or Niall in the call. Yeah, yeah, guys. The best bit is the bit you haven't heard yet. Yeah. <laughs> but when this when this episode comes out, everyone will have heard it and they'll re- they'll realise it wasn't as good as anything I've done. Um, I do a lot of things good. Like your mum. Hey! And that's the show, folks. Good night. <laughs> okay, so on that note, Bradley. <laughs> Bradley, what about you? What was your favourite moment of Roseling? I'm sorry with that joke. Um, uh, let me think. Uh, you can back me, actually. I'm still thinking about that. Yeah, sure. We'll, we'll come back to you. Right. With that, because um, Niall's going to apply some cream to that burn. We'll go to Paul. <laughs> um, you know, I... It, it's hard. It's hard to pull out a, a specific moment because when you think about like good role playing, you think about poignant moments. I think is the is the thing my mind goes to, um, and so I think um, it, it, we're, we're kind of getting there with Spencer dealing with the the, the deaths of his his family or well, the deaths. I, I don't know if that's. I I still I'm still not clear whether they're dead or not. <laughs> like death, death of his wife and yeah. um, his child went to live with um, his the child's grandmother. Um, I completely forgot all this. It's it's not it's not been referenced, but I love the fact when people bring that up because it actually means they've read all the backstory, which I I think is great. Yes, thank God for that. But uh, <laughs> And you can yeah, check out this backstory on howwewarepodcast.com. <laughs> <laughs> and much, much more. It's a little uh, tip of the hat and a wink to probably like the Max Payne stories and, and things like that. Yeah. You know, the 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 pain in his background and everything so it, it turns out Spencer's right, never right. been married he's never had a kid he's a virgin <laughs> <laughs> he's definitely our like it's true dar- he's definitely our darkest most like probably well-rounded realistic character whereas Dave, Dave has this amazing role play and a great backstory with a kind of kitschy humorous side Spencer Randall is just a real as fuck character yeah. like there's there's no. Um, I, I did like. I did like where. Did I, did, 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 yeah, I did like where Dave was um, uh, brought into the the station for questioning, and it, it was it was full of uh, I don't have time for your shit. Kind of, um, you know, this is this is how I wake up in 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 the morning. Morning, morning. Why am I awake in the morning? <laughs> what's, going, what's going on? It's ten a.m. I, mean, I didn't know there was an a.m. of ten. <laughs> I do. I, I I do like. I did like playing. Bartholomew, I'm getting a little bit sick of the kitsch, but I, I guess it's my easy go-to kind of. I do like that there's there's an American doing an English accent and an Englishman doing an American accent. I think that's that's wonderfully poetic. <laughs> and I do some really good American accents. You know, people have phoned really? up at the podcast like, especially to comment on how said, great said, my accents are. <laughs> uh, when he said Max Payne, I was like, no, in my head, you've always been Sam Spade. <laughs> 
this is that's the first time I've seen your faces and things, and I had imagined um, Aaron as as Spencer. I mean, uh, you know, with with the voice, and and it, it is Sam Spade. It's it's something Bogart is in my head. Yeah, he's very totally. much. I I just don't have the um, the attire to to uh, to show <laughs> off, unfortunately. Although I do remember wearing a shirt and tie to one of the uh, episodes because <laughs> well, I was trying cool. to get into character. And I I have no way physically to become Bartholomew. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite thing. Dave is like a powerlifting. I have put too metal much work head. into this. Oh. But the voice is just so great. Hey, with okay. with enough with enough beard wax, you can accomplish anything. <laughs> <laughs> I could do the, the twists. Yeah. So, um, Spencer, not Spencer. Jeez, I'm getting used. To, so you see, you're calling your character name, Aaron, Dave, or Niall. Have you any favorite role play moments? I've already said one. Hey, Dave. We lost Niall. I mean, actually, in that in that episode, there was some fantastic role playing from Owen, actually, because I mean, Owen's one of our kind of. He's not as bad as Curran in that way, but he's very much a, a random, chaotic character. He's very fun, but role play is maybe not as something you go for. I can't do episode. voices at all. But um, <laughs> actually, in that first one, there's this great moment where you're like clutching the uh, the deadlight urn. <laughs> you kind of hold it out. There's this sort of Lion King moment, and then clutch it to your chest. And stuff. And <laughs> yeah. really, actually, and it's rocking and back Dave, and forth. Some really with good it. little uh, sort of dialogues and monologues in that episode. Really good. It was very on good. That, on that note, I'm going to throw out an obscure enough um, role playing one, and my favourite role playing by a long way because it came so left field and wasn't expected. Is definitely squishy fleshbags. Mm. <laughs> I absolutely adore that character so, you, so much. You hear, you hear Ghoul, and immediately you're thinking, okay, he's going to play this creepy or whatever. But he's, he played him just like he's having fun, you know. He, he's, he's had to amuse himself for thousands of years. <laughs> I, <laughs> I want to ask: Is it inspired by? I can't even remember the character's name. Is it the Crack Fox? No, it's, it's in... absolutely yeah. Channeling the Crack Fox from the Mighty Boosh. <laughs> the Mighty Boosh. Um, but like it was so good we have we've recorded episode of everyone is um john yeah or everyone is john b roy secondly and i made joe play that character because i liked him so much and, and, and we love we all love that character so much but by the end of it the rest of us gave up on our own characters sort of final things and we're just helping joe the squishy flesh we just want to see what squishy flesh bags is gonna do <laughs> and I, I wish i had a plan obviously you'll find out next week in the episode of uh Everybody's is John week? B. Rice. Yeah, well, it'll be next week after this episode is released. Uh, yes. Which will be, like, October. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Joe has done a hell of a lot of voices on our show, and that is probably the best and most memorable voice he's done. It really um, is. Yeah, 100%. It really is. I like to think I'm okay. not good at voices, but I can do lots and lots of bad voices. <laughs> <laughs> just just you, never you're... make me do... What was the name? Charlene again. Oh, my God. Never make me do Charlene. <laughs> Oh, God. This is the uh, his the character, future. and everyone is John. Oh. You're going to love us. There's some creepy, creepy flirting. I cannot listen to it. It's so creepy. It is horrendous. It's but amazing. If you watch True Blood, I feel like I'm just channeling the the New Orleans gay guy. <laughs> what a character! It's so true. Sorry for the cackle. That was so true. <laughs> Okay. Oh my God. So, on, so, on that note, on that note, sorry. Let's give Bradley a chance. Uh, Bradley, have you uh, yeah, uh, had a yeah. chance to think of a moment? Uh, it's kind of a cop out. I'm going to go with the two sort of like solo episodes that we had for both Bart and Spencer. 
I really like the uh, chance to see the characters by themselves interacting with just the DM or the GM or the keeper, whatever it is in the system. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it was very it was very fun. I, I like to see more of those in the future when people don't show up. Yeah, we we dare not show up now because who knows who may die next. (laughs) Like not show up. Pretty much, pretty much every time we go to record, one of us is late. We turn up and we're like, "Don't please don't kill me, please." I'm sorry. (laughs) It's a little bit of a running joke between us now. Uh, Yeah, I I would agree with Bradley. They are really interesting episodes, like because especially for Dave and Spencer, who like really are invest were invested in their characters in Dave's case, and is invested. Like Spencer probably. Sorry, Jesus, I can't even talk to him his real name. Aaron, who might change his name by deed poll to Spencer, <laughs> um, have put so much time and thought into their backstory. It's just so rounded. Like, I put time into my characters, but like, I'm, I, I'm happy to use them like toilet paper. Like, like I'm, I'm ready to throw them away at any point. I, yeah. I, think, I think I've got you. I, I, th- I think I might have you beat, just, just so you, you might be reassured that you're not going too far there, Aaron. Is, um, uh, and you can cut this out because it's, it's it's about my podcast. But uh, one of the the characters, um, Bleak, uh, played by Mike, um, is, is a bit fleshed out, and he plays him like he's level ten. And he's got this. Uh, he, he sent me because um, we read out fiction and stuff. We write short stories and read them out. And uh, he sent me his his character backstory, and it was a ten thousand word piece. <laughs> like, wow! Well, oh, I've actually got that topped. If you were going to listen to our D and D, I'm actually writing my character's backstory as a novella. Jesus Christ, why did I start that? Why? Why? Because you hate yourself, that's why. (laughs) Because I hate myself. I was like, this will be fun. You know, three pages in. I don't want to carry on. Dave says that, but anytime I've seen him roll a character IRL, he has essentially a novella written (laughs) going into the game. My first experience of Dave was meeting him um, a friend of Joe's invited us to a D&D game when I just moved to Manchester. That's how I know Joe and Dave. And Dave was a person we met at this table that we'd never seen. And he just had this massively fleshed out... I think you were a tiefling fire mage or something in a and d Oh, yeah! Game. That was fun. And I was like, he kept talking about this backstory. I had, like, rolled some sort of... I always rolled some sort of halfling gnome short character. And I was, like, trying to make mine a funny pun. Like, I wanted to make Dioc Brown, who was a, <laughs> just a play on Doc Brown from Back to the Future. And he's, like, it's just really fleshed out. Like, it's not clever. But that's how I play games. And I was like, I look at Dave going... Who is this nerd beside me? You guys, I also realized that if you looked at the consistency of my backstories, you'd think I hate women. My mother is lovely. My wife is lovely. My sister is great. But yeah, I had another sadistic mother in that story. The moment when all our fans go, back to Ollie, my husband has a wife in real life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, that, that's, there, there's your, there's your um, four, fifth... Uh, Series, isn't it? That's actually fifth fifth arc. Is the return of Bart's wife. <laughs> so, uh, best role playing uh, moments. Um, yes, let's get back, let's get back on it. It's, it's really difficult. Um, I'd, I'd like to include Squishy Flashbags flesh uh, because he was by far the funnest NPC to to play, and I think he was quite memorable. But um, I, th- I think Dave as Bartholomew Ormond has got it's got to have a massive kind of. Uh, nod in his direction as uh, Spencer Randall as um, uh, sorry I'm, I'm doing it now and Aaron as Spencer Randall and I think as I've just accidentally called Aaron Spencer Randall it's like the fifth time like, as, as has Aaron I think we're going to have to say that Aaron as Spencer Randall is going to carry the crown of best roleplay 
Slash MVP, perhaps. <laughs> yeah, when we actually do record our podcast when we're recording the episode, you always call me Aaron, never yeah, Spencer. You- <laughs> <laughs> it is true. Joe actually um, calls me out on it's like it's it, it's Spencer Day. Oh yeah, I, I mean Spencer. <laughs> but now it's easy to do, man. And and on that note of always calling um, Spencer Randall uh, Aaron, we're going to go on to our biggest fails. This is probably oh. going to be a bit harder for Paul Bradley to pick up on stuff that we edit out. But there has been plenty of fails from on me alone and my my roles. There's plenty of fails, literally. Six hours of gameplay with one successful roll. I think it's all of the weight of the witch at one point. Um, you, can, you can hear in so, your voice where you just you just give up. You just, just like I, right. I, I accept. Oh, I'm I lost this. the witch. Which which fuck ups of Owens? Yeah, <laughs> it got to, it got to the point in I, I think I think it's way of the witch. It got to the point where I was just trying crazy shit because it was going to fail anyway. I might as well fail spectacularly. <laughs> say, I don't think I've done an Owen since we did the IRL game, and as Fritz, we did the the, the haunted house. And I got thrown out the window by the bed, came back to the house <laughs> with a broken arm, went down to the basement on crutches uh, with my broken arm, and then <laughs> fell through stairs. the stairs and broke my leg. And then I got shot by Aaron. <laughs> but since that's not the podcast, <laughs> I escaped! <laughs> okay, so, for biggest fail... Um, can, can we include think... me trying to cross out best role-playing <laughs> 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 For anyone on stream, I'll, I'll just stream. Or can, who can't see the stream, we have a list of um, categories that Joe's crossing out as we complete, and he's missed roleplay with two lines trying to cross it out. <laughs> um, it's also called out in the chat, Reverend uh, John losing his arm. That's not really a fail on my part. I was shot by someone else. I couldn't. I'm not. I'm not like the Flash. I can't dodge bullets. Pretty. What, what I'm hearing is a lot of excuses and not a lot of keeping of arms. That's that's what I'm hearing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck you, Paul. <laughs> okay. Um. From there, we'll jump to Dave. What about you? Have you got any favorite fail moments? It, I, I, we've talked about this scene so much, but when you're fighting and you kill like four guys with your prayer hands and sticks and everything, and you try to jump, the jump that the girly Bartholomew Osmond made, the the PI made before you, and you fail it, and then you push it, and you manage to like crack your ribs, jumping and, out of a burning well, well, room. Well, but, well, but is supposed Tobin. to be light on his feet, you know. But Mick Tobin is like 23, athletic, <laughs> recently out of a civil war, so I assume fit. <laughs> and it was like it was like a six foot jump. It wasn't even big. Like he no. fell across us. It was just oh. that perfect moment of fail at the end of a long succeed that we've come to yeah. expect from you. <laughs> it was the reverse. Like, it was the reverse. As soon as you end. start succeeding, we know there's going to be a fail at the end to make up it for was, it. It like to me. I don't know. Did I see. I saw it. Either, it must be in Twitch chat because I don't remember it being on Twitter or something. But it was like it was like the reverse Indiana Jones where. He pulls out a knife and he gets shot. Indiana Jones wins. I was the guy with the knife in the scenario. And someone just shot me. It's like, it looked like it was going so well. And I'm so cool with my little sword tricks. And then I just get shot and just fail. fail you know, I, th- I think maybe because you stream it, you've, you've maybe shot yourselves in the feet there. Because, um, like, as, as, a, as a GM, I'd be tempted to just go, do you know what? Do you know what? Do you know what? Okay, that's fine. Let's cut this bit out. But you can have this. That's fine. You can have it. Just you. Just you can have this. <laughs> Just, just this once. Just this once. Shh, shh, it's okay. It's okay. 
Uh, I love the fact that we broadcast our fails. I think that's what makes the you know the sets <laughs> yeah. apart from the yeah. 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 There's only one person's fails that get edited out. <laughs> <in this situation>. <laughs> <laughs> he, calls it, he calls out an episode. He tried to say a sentence like three times and he didn't couldn't do it. So he goes really close to Mike going, "My my mistakes get edited out." And like the next five minutes of that episode is like me tripping over words, <laughs> Dave tripping over words, <laughs> fucking forgetting our own names and shit. Uh, okay, so- in that case, I'm going to call out a fail. Joe trying to convince Owen not to do the thing to the deadline, not to kill himself. The thing is, that's so edited. It's, it's a really good scene edited. I think the biggest feat is me trying to say seagulls or sigils. Or... <laughs> sigils. Seagulls. Yeah. Your face is marked with runes and seagulls. <laughs> Runs and seagulls, and, it and sounded like. And the three like. of us go, seagulls? <laughs> What is happening? Is this like a toilet moment? What is happening? (laughs) He doesn't know how to use the two shells. (laughs) Oh, it was really weird. It was just bizarre. Okay. Like he put he puts out all these crazy words like charnel and stuff, and then sigils is the one he stumbles. Sigil is the correct way of saying it. It's always the hard G. Is it? I'm so happy. That's amazing. (laughs) I took so much shit for that. Benefits of a classical (laughs) education. I'm just gonna blame that's Nord. That's Nord in English. People have been wrong. <laughs> it's as I've only heard it ever pronounced as sigils. Yeah, so well. it's the American pronunciation, and we rule the world. The ways of America taking... are the ways of the world. Or it's not. It's not exactly a word that you come so, across in every day conversation. Dave, so. Correcting me on sigils. <laughs> we're, we're all. <laughs> and the award's all... the biggest fail. <laughs> Okay, if seagulls, if, Joe? if we're basing this on who's got the most English accent and knows the most English, Aaron wins because he's definitely the most English person here. <laughs> there we go. Well, in rooms of American <laughs> uh, Irishmen and well, no, I guess Joe is fairly. English, <laughs> oh, half the room is English. <laughs> I've, I'm, I've almost got received pronunciation. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> Move, moving swiftly on. It's not to the pronunciation. Okay, um, any other fails? I'll throw it open to the floor before I suggest mine. Uh, I have one. Uh, it's a little bit of a cop-out again. I have written down the entire career of uh, Reverend Royce. <laughs> so that's just what I have. Okay, it's it's, it's a fair, it's fairly yeah. You Yeah, I mean, pretty much, I mean, as much as I love that character, he didn't have many moments, to be fair to him, of success. But that's why we loved him. <laughs> <laughs> can we like and that probably leads I was, I was going to leave mine to the end but that kind of leads me on to probably my favourite fail Reverend uh, John B. Royce trying to read a book that essentially disintegrated <laughs> I turn a page it falls apart I turn a page again please let me read something after that I haven't picked up a book I've read it first what can I see in the front page okay that, that I think if we're going to if we're going to do a nomination that was the back in the haunting when you found the Libus Ivonis or whatever it is called and, in a temple of and, and I think that was a fail both from the players and me as DM because you basically said, "Can we look at look at the book?" And I was like, "Okay, give me an English roll." <laughs> and, and you hard failed it, and I said, "You destroyed the book." So I hard failed <laughs> it like three times. Like, it wasn't just once; it was like three times I failed. So yeah, I think maybe maybe that could have the biggest fail. Anyone else want to add anything before we uh, we call this? 
I'm happy with that. I remember. I didn't remember it till you reminded me, but I do remember just thinking, "I want this book." Yeah. My whole character's motivation <laughs> is like weird occult books. I want this. Yo, it's, that was so. It's, that was so it's, harsh because, like, a lot, large part of my my day job is like reading old manuscripts and, and things like that that are in old record offices, and you can barely make any of it out. And you say, "Well, make an English roll." Like, oh, I can understand that. You know, it's it's, it's it, you read people's handwriting and it's like two hundred <laughs> years old. You have no idea what this damn thing says. It's like the whole thing gets just destroys in your hand just falls apart in your hand like, what what how can you how can you <laughs> like, fail to understand something and thus destroy it <laughs> so the biggest fail as as dm and possibly players is is the destruction of the original libris Vodis in uh, the original haunting scenario for shame <laughs> i still don't know what the libris Vodis is like i haven't read any scenarios or something like it, it could be cool it sounds cool it, it, it sounds boring but it sounds cool but it's like <laughs> second to the necronomicon <laughs> Uh, and then the next three scenarios, every time we come across a really old book, we're like so scared to touch it, we get like little mirrors up yeah, to it and try and read it. it. I mean, Colin, this really, is... you should be scared of the books, but not from like, because that's... they're going to fall apart. That, that's, become your, that's become your trope, guys. That, that is that your trope is, um, was it Knights of the Night have average time in front of door? You guys are going to have average time opening book. Yeah. <laughs> Can I actually, I actually do want to call out because I told my girlfriend we were going to do this award show and I said biggest fail was going to be one of them. And she said, maybe you stuck with that time when you DM'd and you couldn't pronounce that Arab's name. <laughs> and I, Which I, know, I, I know it's going to be after this episode's recorded, but she was sitting in the next room going, what the fuck were you butchering? And I was like, his name's a mad Arab and don't make me repeat his first name or full name because I got it so wrong repeatedly. And I'm not going to even try it now because I still can't pronounce it, but it was, she, she no, said you should, you should try. definitely... I, Try because I don't. I don't think I, I heard. I have to Google. I have to Google it because I don't have to. I, 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 I can wait. I'm not doing anything. Okay, I'll do it. <laughs> yeah, me too. Abdul Al Hazrad. Abdul Al Hazrad. When you pronounce it, I can say it like that. Fine, I can copy. But when I read it, I was like Abdul Al It sounded like the mentioned drunk Mexican. It was just. It was just this weird butchered language that wasn't. Anything. It was just we, so, we, she and she's called me out so badly. Honestly. We've got a suggestion from the Twitch chat of uh, best fail is Mick falling off the bike as mud cycles in the dark. <laughs> it was. It was. It was. Mick. That was <laughs> Mick. It, it was, was Gerald, um, Gerald Hatton. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah. That actually might be my favourite like, fail because it was just such a simple. I like role. how the crabs are a great fail. Too. I like how Joe was trying very, um, very forcefully to to remind you. Yeah, there's people coming. They're, they're gonna get you. Yeah, they're gonna. It's like, are you gonna turn around because there's all these people that are coming and coming and they're gonna kill him and they're gonna terrorise. <laughs> Nope, nope, I'll just click on it. Seriously, there's absolutely no point in having any kind of plot or story around fucking Ben and Kuro. You may as well just, just, just roll the dice and see what it's happens like, because they're not going to follow any plot. It, it was like herding cats. Yeah, roleplay would be so much better the best way to put it. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, oh, it is it is such a interesting moment playing with Dave. Or not Dave, sorry. I mean, DMing anyway is, is a fine balance between kind of, uh, you know, whatever railroading is and giving options. DMing for a podcast where you know you've got limited time and you've got a, an audience of not five or six, but an audience of, you know, seven or eight with our famous <laughs> <podcasts>. <laughs> <laughs> But DMing with fucking Gerald and... Gerald and uh, uh, Ben and Curran is, is, is a whole other option like they're fantastic but they do not what, do what you think they're going to do <laughs> they meet I, Lucas Mack for the first time I'm going to push him into the well with the yeah. <laughs> the well oh yeah. my fucking god there's, 
That is your. Is, is this character important I, I to the storyline? Because I'm just going to push him I in the well. I blame you for that because we always know it was in that well, and he was big on taking risks. Killing someone is a risk. <laughs> he had a risk mania. I still. I was gonna I, let's say let's say Joe's biggest fail was not letting him push him into the well and I would to love rewrite to the entire story. Yeah, there, there was we so much effort there. That was, that was a grand if, GM if, effort. So, are you really sure you want to push him into the well? Okay, well, let's break this down into three-second blocks, shall we? <laughs> <laughs> what exactly would have happened if he went into the well? There was a Shoggoth in the well. Oh, he shit. He would have, he would have <laughs> killed <laughs> a massive, massive plot character. <laughs> and probably himself as well. Oh, my God. That's that's a great missed moment. Oh. I, I, my, the biggest fail is the fact no one else has died other than me. I would love for someone else to have died. The, bi- the biggest, yeah, the biggest <laughs> fail was giving Curian a load of manias. <laughs> uh, there's, there's someone in the chat asking, when do you guys usually stream? Uh, Friday nights, usually. Um, every we're, other Friday. We're, we're relatively inconsistent, unfortunately, because of life. See, chat, I, I got but, you back. Yeah. Yes, this is true. If you want to know, if you want to, yeah, thank you. <laughs> if you want to know when we stream, um, if you look us up on Facebook... Or on Twitter as How We Roll Podcast. So I think we may have to we have to redo um, biggest fail. Is that what we're doing? So yeah, we may have yeah. to redo biggest fail. And I think it's it's I'm I'm really torn. What do we reckon? Oh. What are the nominees? Oh. Yeah, the I, 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 if you give me a couple of let's go, I, I let's go so the nominees. Ones. So I, I feel that yeah, biggest fail. So my DMing with the Libus Ivonis that kind of forced you to destroy it. Um, <laughs> My DMing in giving Curran a whole load of manias for him to run riot with. <laughs> what else have we got? Um, Owen, Owen failing simple six, after. six hours of rolls. I think in an entire <laughs> one six success, hours of role playing, you one, got one success. success. It's like four episodes or five episodes, something crazy. <laughs> yeah. It's so bad. Like it, it was so bad. I called it out on our Facebook as I actually like. I forgot how bad it was. I called it as three successes because I couldn't believe it was only one success. And Joe corrected me, going, "You know, it was only one success." So, so how, how would it? So, what do we reckon for those those as our awards? Owen. Okay, so the the award for biggest fail on the How We Roll podcast so far is Owen for his amazing dice rolls that have led to some great entertaining situations, <laughs> which which probably covered which probably well covered at me, probably covered me destroying the book actually. To be fair. <laughs> That covered everything else we've suggested pretty much. Oh, man. It was so good. Mm. Okay. And then for the last nomination, unless we got a, a late uh, suggestion, um, we'll go for best scenario. So um, I'm assuming, Joe, when you wrote these, you mean this is best story arc. So we've got The Haunting, The Will of the Witch, Returns to Innsmouth, Escape from Innsmouth, Deadlight. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. I, again, um, I've got the memory of goldfish, but I have not had as much fun podcasting. And I'm sorry, everyone else who hasn't seen this, the one we are, ju- are just about finished for me has been the best. There's just been the most tense moments. There have been the best riffing off each other, role play wise. There have been insane, huge battles. The, the the return to Innsmouth has just for me been the best by miles. Okay, I mean, as, so as a player, as player, that's definitely a, a, a strong contender. I mean, Owen and uh, Aaron, how do you feel in terms of as players? How, which ones have you enjoyed the most? My most fun, and it's—I I think I don't know why. Maybe because there's less of us, we gave less of a crap. But the deadlight, we just did some crazy stuff that just 
we didn't we didn't bog down in any of the facts. We just like rushed through it and did crazy. This is definitely my skill. Fuck it, let's do it. The deadlight just had a lot of fun moments. Oh yeah, for me definitely, deadlight scenario was probably the scenario that sticks out for me because of how much fun it was to play and how how much uh, stumbling about we did, but yet still managed to somehow complete the end game solution. Fair, at so. the time, before we recorded it and after we recorded it, we all agreed that the games are better without Dave. <laughs> like 100%. <laughs> like, I know it kills Dave. I knew it was we, coming. We talk about Deadlight so much, and I hate doing it because it kills Dave. But... <laughs> Um, it was it the six England was playing. It wasn't because Dave wasn't there. Like I, I love playing with Dave. Um, and like, oh, my next character. When we play D and D, my character's gonna annoy Dave so much, and it will be the favorite thing I do role playing <laughs> ever. I've done it once before, but um, it, it, it had nothing to do with the characters there really. It was just such a fun, quirky, quick story that we bombed through in a couple of hours, whatever, three or four. In terms hours. of DMing as well, it's it was fantastic because it's a sandbox, but it's. It's quite a, a small sandbox with lots of really fun things to do. There's loads of endings that it could have had. Um, a really nice link to the some bigger stories. Uh, definitely one of my favourites. I'd put that well up there. Um, and having said that, is it like if it was if I was telling my friends to play one, like people starting their new one, like Ryan did um, in the chat and other people, I'd say play Deadlight. But I probably think it does come a second to our first one because we're so new and so confused. In the haunting, <laughs> the haunting was so much fun. As, as a beginner scenario, I can't think of a better one because it is just—it's the haunted fucking house. It's just beautiful. <laughs> There's so much depth if you're good role players and you know what you're talking about, or even if you just—you know—all you have to do is throw creepy shit at people, and it's beautiful. That radio, it is. even just a description of the rotting bowl of soup that's been there for like twenty years or something. Yeah. It's just so good. So, so what about what about the, as uh, Bradley and uh, Paul? Fans. I mean, uh, you you guys are kind of listen to us. So, in terms of listeners, how do you what do you think has been our best scenario? Uh, Bradley, I'll go first then. Um, throw you under the bus there. It was interesting uh, when I listened the first time to this. I've been listening to the second week you guys were recording. Uh, I didn't care for Well the Witch, but then when you guys first proposed doing the award show, like. A month and a half ago, uh, I went back and I listened to everything, and I really liked Willow Witch. I think it might be my favorite campaign you guys have done so far. I'm not sure what changed after the second listening, but I really loved it. I I called that earlier Willow Witch. I think our best scenario. It's not my favorite, but I definitely think it's our best in terms of what we provide for listeners and how quirky it is and how broad it is. Another one so. without Dave. I mean, just, just saying. <laughs> <laughs> Only for half, only for half of it, though, right? He was, he definitely, he definitely failed with um, Olivia and what's the other Tetch girl's name? Her, Henrietta. I forget her name. Henrietta. Oh, those fucking old biddies well, in the museum. Yourself and Ben knocked over newspapers is a great moment. And the math and JJ playing the saxophone. <laughs> like, to cover the one up my time, fail. the one time I decide to try and try figure out the details, you know, it's like Joe's obviously hiding something here that I'm trying to understand. And I'm just gonna dig at it till I actually find what's going on here. And there was absolutely nothing. <laughs> I flirted with old ladies and all kinds of shit for nothing. I think you failed a lot of roles though, to, to find stuff. I mean, I found a secret room after you weren't there <laughs> under the place, which we based a lot of uh, one of our different shows on. So, what about you, Paul? I think you're last to sum up what your favorite scenario is. Um, I, I, I think. 
I mean, I, I always look at things as a DM. I'm, I'm not generally allowed to play because I break people's campaigns pretty hard. But um, I'm, I'm a horrible player. I can't imagine that ever happening. <laughs> that's my that's my my whole driving. <laughs> yes, <Yeah>. Joe <laughs> never does that when uh, he's a player in your campaign. <laughs> no, no, it's revenge. I'm the best player. Um, so, so what I really like is when it starts being collective and the story has got so far away from you as a DM, and. But you've had time to think about how all the choices that your players have made, and crucially, forgotten, um, are going to come back <laughs> to haunt them. And so I, th- I think I think the return to, to Innsmouth, even though um, I, I haven't heard the, the, the last four episodes as, as this has been recorded, um, I think that that's that's the best already because you can already see how things are queuing up and how the players are, are, are coming back to see what's you know what what they left and the, the things they left undone and the the things that they perhaps overdid slightly uh, <laughs> the fact is we still haven't finished it so I mean I'm still waiting bated breath to finish the yeah, we, we haven't finished recording it and like, th- th- for me like the more I hear each of you discuss what your favourite thing is and why is your favourite like yeah that is my favourite child no that's my favourite child <laughs> like, even returns to Innsmouth there's a moment except for when... Deadlight which is definitely a bastard that, yeah, that's, that's the ginger <laughs> one yeah. Yeah. Hey, easy now, easy now. They're my people. The whole country of us over here. Um, but like, even even in the return to Innsmouth moment, like diving into the warehouse and then realizing, oh shit, I forgot. Like you said, you forget facts that you had earlier. There's a huge fact when I dive into the warehouse that I forget, and then I go, oh oh, oh oh. The thing is, Joe Joe gets to listen to it five or six times while he's editing, so he's not going to forget anything. <laughs> yeah. oh. Like oh man, I'm I'm happy with whatever wins this. Like, but oh, there's so many good moments. There is. I find that one of my best friends is one of our earliest fans, and you know he's talking to me about stuff that's happening in the podcast. I'm like, huh? <laughs> oh yeah, that's like we did that like three months ago. It's like yeah, Niall starts bringing up. You should look into this. Game. Like, yeah, I should. <laughs> that's a huge clue, though. <laughs> it's like a real part of the story. It's did time you not realize Shadow. this? Oh shit. Yeah, like it's it is it's amazing when that happens. The amount of times that clues have just totally flown over our heads and, and we just don't know or just forget or whatever. We we tried to write notes for at oh least God. two or three scenarios. They were some of the most best notes I think I've ever seen. None of it I was gonna say the biggest fail should have been our note taking. Uh, yeah. The Google the Google document we had, we used to live writing the Google Doc on the second screen. When that um, Mrs. Haggerty came on, the Google Doc was just Fuck her! Like, you know, you should kiss her. You should just she should be your girlfriend. I definitely said the kisser and girlfriend things. I know that Joe won't put me screaming fuck her into a podcast. <laughs> but um, I, I, I would love to um, choose. I mean, there's so many great moments and it, it's, it's great. We've only been going for, you know, a handful of episodes, you know, and we've still got all these great moments and great awards out. Um, I would say that probably some of my favourite episodes have come from Deadlight and from Return to Winsmouth, and particularly as they're the, the things that have really kind of caught on in terms of editing. But overall, I think I have to give my favourite scenario down to Where of the Witch, just because it's one of these things that's completely got away from me as a DM. It was only meant to be a couple of hours, and it's one of these things that it was quite a sandbox, and I think we all had a really, really good time playing it, and a really good time you know, making it what it was. I think that's going to have to have to do it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. definitely. Does, does the definitely. episode Pranking Spencer count as a scenario? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
definitely one of my favourite moments in the entire podcast. That should be a favourite moment. How did I get into favourite moments? Funnily enough, <laughs> not mine. <laughs> <laughs> can, we, can, we, uh, can we wrap this up? Because I think uh, a few of us are going to go. Okay, guys. So, um, as the host who clearly kept things on track, I've been uh, on um, the Falve on Twitter. Um, with me, I've had Joe. Feel free to say goodbye, Joe. <laughs> before, can I just interrupt? Before we do this, can we just talk about uh, very briefly what we're going to do over the next few weeks? Oh yeah, sorry, go for it. So, um, b- before we go, before we sign off, guys, um, we've actually finished Call of Cthulhu for the uh, at least short-term foreseeable future. Um, next couple of weeks, we've actually got a, a one-shot podcast, which is going to be uh, DM'd by Owen and played by me, Dave, and a friend of ours called Ash. And after that, we are hoping, fingers crossed, to do a, a bit of a fifth edition D&D campaign, uh, maybe with some pretty interesting and pretty... Uh, Amazing special guests. We'll see how that works well, I out. I fucking hope so after all the work I put into Brigor. <laughs> <laughs> and also, after you hear that one shot with me DMing, don't worry, Joe returns to DMing. It's not going to be that bad, so don't <laughs> unsubscribe, please. No, it's a lot of fun. It's really good. It's, uh... So that's basically what the plan is for a while. Um, if you have any suggestions of anything you want us to play or check out, um, hit us up on Twitter at HWR Podcast or on Facebook at How We Roll Podcast. You can also check out our website, howwerollpodcast.com, for our latest episodes, background stories and characters, players who've died, any info you want is there. If you have any questions for us, you can email us, email us at howwerollpodcast at gmail.com. Um, as I said before, I've been Owen. With me, I've had Joe. It is, guys. Dave. Yo. Uh, Spencer slash Aaron Randall. <laughs> Thanks. And um, Bradley Evans, our super fan. Been a pleasure being here. And Paul from Sword Nut Radio. That's been brilliant. Go check out the Patreon, guys. These people need money. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, well said, <laughs> Luna. There. I thank you, Paul. I didn't call out our Patreon, but before I do that, do check out Paul's um, podcast, Sword Nut Radio, on iTunes. Uh, don't plug me. It's, it's well worth listening to. <laughs> it's well worth listening to. And our Patreon, way more important than his show, is uh, Patreon, uh, How We Roll Podcast. Um, thanks, guys, for doing this award show with us. It's been a blast. Um, it won't be our last. We'll do another one after our next story arc. This has been How We Roll Podcast. Good night. Hi. Cool. Good night. Roll the team tune. We get a team tune. <laughs> Tonight's episode brought to you by violence. Are you drunk and inadequate? Violence. <laughs> Support also brought to you by alcohol. You have problems, we can deal with them. Alcohol. 